0: everyone, welcome to the Let's Talk podcast. It's an honor to have you with us today. My name is Chris Root. As we pull up scripture and have an amazing conversation together, I hope that this podcast will encourage and impact you in your life in a mighty way. So what you say, head on over. Let's talk. Here we go. everybody, welcome to the Let's Talk Podcast. My name is Chris Root. It is an honor to have you with us here as always. Um, here at the Let's Talk Podcast, we have a short scripture, short conversation, something to inspire and to encourage you, which is, hey, we need that nowadays, right? Um, for those of you that aren't aware, right, we're also available on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us with our handle. It's at cr. That's at cr. Feel free to check us up. Give us a quick follow and a like. Um, if you want to put some love on that page, leave a comment. Um, we'd love to have you and hear your opinion on the on the podcast we have or maybe future episodes you want to hear about. So, but I want to thank you first and foremost just for being here, and not just that, but all of you for being here. All of your love and your support and your encouragement here on the Let's Talk podcast—it is truly, truly appreciated. Um, for those of you who've seen, we're gonna talk about sheep. <laughs> That's right, sheep. You know, I was thinking maybe I should do like a sheep noise when I said that. But um, we are going to talk about sheep. I don't know about you, but I am so blessed and happy to know that my God is willing to leave the 99 to go after the one. That's right. He'll leave the flock, leave the 99. And he's more, he's concerned about the one just as he is the 99. But he's concerned enough to where he's willing to go rescue them and comfort them and take care of them. Not come after them with anger and frustration and, and just, you know, bitterness and, and all of that, but yet he goes after him with love and concern. You know, sometimes we find ourselves being the one, and I thank God that we serve a God that is willing to love us and come after us and always welcome us home. So hopefully you guys can, you know, enjoy this episode today as we talk about sheep, and hey, don't forget, we have a new episode every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m., but let's go ahead and get to it. Here we go. Three-year-old Christopher Miros followed a neighbor's dog into the woods and disappeared. Christopher's family, the sheriff's office, and a search party of neighbors using drones and police dogs began the frantic search for the little boy. See, across town, a man named Tim was in a church Bible study when the prayer request for the lost little boy was mentioned by someone in the group. As the group prayed, Tim said he felt the Lord tell him to go search for Christopher. See, Tim said divine intervention led him into the woods and right to the little boy. Christopher had been lost for four long days. See, he was dehydrated, shaking, and scared. When Tim found the three-year-old, he quickly contacted police and had the, the boy taken to the hospital. Only a short while after, little Christopher was reunited with his mother. See, his mother was quoted by the news media with these words. Words cannot describe how I felt when I held him for the first time. It was incredible. See, no doubt, Christopher's family had a celebration once everyone was safely back together again at home. See, rather physically lost like Christopher or spiritually lost like others we know, we should rejoice when any lost soul is found. People love to hear Jesus teach. You see, the crowds Jesus taught were often filled with different types of people. You see, he taught young and old. You see, he taught men and women, teenagers and children. Often the crowd was filled with believers and sinners. In fact, many times the religious leaders would, be, would talk bad about Jesus just because he spent so much time talking and taking care of sinners. Luke chapter fifteen, verse three and four says, And he spake this parable unto them say, What man of you have having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? See, the shepherd loves every sheep. The shepherd values every sheep. He does not even he does not see any of his sheep any less than any others. Everyone has value in God's eyes. See, how many of you have a pet? Some of you may be listening to me today. I don't know how many of you have pets, maybe one or two pets or more. More, who knows? You know, I know, I know some people, you know, cat cat lovers have tons of pets. <laughs> um, but for those of you that may have a pet that may be listening to me today, I got a question for you. Do you love any of the pets more than the other? See, some of you may probably have a tough time giving away one of your pets because, because you love them so equally. I know, unfortunately, one lady recently, she had to get rid of a lot of her pets just because she was relocating. Um, I'm sure that, you know, devastated her for each individual pet that she had to get rid of. You know, I know growing up when I had a pet, um, I had a border collie puppy, we called him shadow, And, oh, I still remember today having that dog. And it's like, pets are like, like human beings, to people, you know, you will always remember having them in your life. You see, if you lost one of your pets, how would you feel? You know, I, mean, I know for me, I would, I would love just to have shadow back again today. And then that was years ago. You know, what would you do though? If you lost one of your pets? Would you try to find it? Would you send out a search team you know as as you know Christopher's family did for him? You see, if you were able to find your lost pet, no doubt that there would be an excitement and that you all would have a celebration after you found your pet. See, Jesus loves everyone and cares about every soul. Jesus loves those who have been saved and are in the, are in the sheepfold. What do I mean by that? I mean the church. See Jesus loves those who are lost and wants them to be found. Jesus loves you, and that's right. He loves you and me. See, John 4 tells us about a time that Jesus and his disciples were traveling from Judea to Galilee. See, normally Jewish travelers taking a trip into the, you know, in, in like this would go around Samaria because the Jews and the Samaritans, they, they just didn't get along. You see, in fact, they just did not like each other at all. You see, but on the particular trip, Jesus surprised his disciples and he told them that they were going to go through Samaria. See, they came to the town called Sakkar. See, this town had a well known was well known for Jacob's well. You see, that's the same Jacob, who was the grandson of Abraham, that was named in Genesis. See, Jesus and his disciples approached the well, and Jesus sat down, and he, as he told his disciples to go into the city and buy food while he rested. See, some of you know exactly what happens next. You see, while they were gone, a woman came to the well, and Jesus asked her for a drink of water. This led to a deep conversation with her about living water. I'm going to go ahead and go to the next verse. We're going to go ahead and go to John. Chapter 4, we're going to do uh, verse 13 through 15, and it says, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whatsoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water shall I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. See, the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. You see, this woman at the well was, a whole, was the whole reason why Jesus came through Samaria. See, a spiritual lost woman was living in Samaria, and he was looking directly for her. You see, she had done a lot of wrong things in her life, and probably felt that she was too lost to even be found, and wouldn't even care for her. But let me tell you something. Jesus purposely came to find her. And when, he, when she recognized that Jesus was the Messiah, what did she do? She went back to the city, and she told all of her friends about all the great things that Jesus was telling her about what he did. We're going to go ahead and go to John chapter 4. We're going to start with verse 28, go down to um, verse 30. It says here, John chapter 4, verse 28. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men. Come and see, which told me all the things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. See, Jesus went through Samaria because there was lost people there. He loves everybody, guys. Everyone, no matter who you are, Jesus loves you, especially those who are lost. You see, we have been called by God to look for the lost people. See, when we share God's love with the lost, they will have the opportunity to be found. And when they are found, we can rejoice just like the woman at the well rejoiced as she told her friends about Jesus. How many of you out there today can say that you know someone that's lost right now? You know someone in their life that, that may have turned their back on God or may have been, you know, straight out led away or or something in their life. Maybe even yourself today. Maybe you went to church at one point and, and now you don't now today. Or maybe you turned your back on God or something. The amazing thing is, is that Jesus is still here for you. And that you matter to him. See, sometimes sheep wander away from safety. In fact, sheep are prone to wander. Researchers have identified several reasons that sheep wander. See, sheep wander because they are fearful animals. They are easy prey for certain predators. So sheep have a heightened sense of fear. Fleeing can be one of their greatest defenses against predators. See, sheep wander because they are followers. They have natural instinct to follow in, in those that are in front of them. And, they, and the lead sheep gets distracted. Other sheep could follow them right into danger. See, sheep wander because their vision is strange. Their eyes are situated to the sides of their head. This allows them to have great peripheral vision even allowing them to see behind themselves without turning their heads. However, this keeps them from being able to see right in front of their noses. That's interesting. You see, they have, they have to move very close to an object just in order to see it, which almost means that they could wander away in the process. The Bible describes people as like sheep. People tend to wander away from safety. We easily get distracted. We sometimes do things that we know are probably wrong, but yet we are following the wrong crowd and then we find ourselves lost. See, sheep are irreplaceable. If someone, if someone that, something that you may own, how many of you guys out there, say you've owned a cell phone or owned some uh, other, say a pair of glasses, something that's valuable to you. To say if you break it or lose it, or if, it, if you just, you no longer have it no more. See, you can go to the store and buy a new one if you need to. See, those things are what we call replaceable. But living things, you know, like sheep, see they're different. You can't just replace them. Of course, the shepherd, you know, back then he could, he'd have gone out and bought another sheep, but he he could have decided to forget the lost one and replace it with a different one. That was not, that would not even seem right. You see, he loved every one of, every one of his sheep, every 100 of them, and he cared for them for a long time. Jesus loves you and me, even when we were lost. See, according to God's word, before someone comes to Jesus and is born again by repenting of their sins. Being baptized in Jesus' name and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, they're lost. See, being spiritually lost means we are separated from God and we are not in the sheepfold. We are not in the church. See, the Bible says Jesus loves us so much that he died for us so that we could be saved. I'm gonna go ahead and go to another verse here. We're gonna go ahead and go to Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says, But God commandeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yet Christ died us. And of course, we know this one, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, when we are born again, Jesus becomes our good shepherd. The shepherd rejoiced when the sheep, when the lost sheep was found, leaving the other sheep safely in the sheepfold. You see, the loving shepherd went searching for the lost sheep who wandered off from the flock. You see, he was not searching in anger but yet with great love and concern. As a shepherd searched, he did not know if the sheep was still alive, but yet he knew that he did not have much time. See, when, when he had found the lost sheep, he picked it up, put it on his shoulders, and rejoiced. The shepherd invited others to celebrate with him. Smiling and laughing the whole way home, the shepherd could not wait to share the good news. See, he called his friends and neighbors to share them, to share the good news with them. I'm going to go ahead and go to another verse here real quick. We're going to head on over to Luke. It's going to be Luke chapter 15, um, verse 6, and it says, And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. For I have found my sheep which was lost. You see, when lost people are found, Jesus calls us to rejoice. You see, when lost people repent of their sins, Jesus calls us to rejoice. When lost people are baptized in the name of Jesus, That's right, Jesus calls us to still rejoice. And when lost people are filled with the Holy Ghost, we must still rejoice. How many of you there today, that are hearing the sound of my voice, can say that you are able and that you are willing and that you still rejoice today every time someone comes back to God? You know, we have to remind ourselves that we are sinners. We're not perfect people. You know, and it's, it's one of those things that I think about, you know, with teaching teenagers and being involved with the youth at church. Sometimes the young people can get, people can look down on young people and like, oh, these teenagers again, here they come. Look at them, they're loud, they're rowdy. But we all were a teenager at one point in our life. We all made wrong decisions as we learned how to handle life and how to, and how to you know, find out what direction we want to take in life. But it's like people forget. Hey, you made wrong choices. You were loud and rowdy at some point in your life, too. You know what I mean? But we have to understand that, that there's people out there that are lost. And when they come back, they don't need us judging them. They don't need us, you know, pointing out their faults, pointing out the issues. Look, they know that they made a mistake. Why else do you think they're there? Why else do you think that they've come back to the church? Why do you think they come back home? Because they've 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 strayed away, they've got distracted, they went a different path. And they realized that it never filled the void that was in their heart and the void that was in their life when they left. Yeah, they're sinners. Sinners make wrong mistakes. Sinners make make bad decisions. But let me tell you something. Just as God would celebrate, just as God would go after the one, and not go after the one with anger or strife or, you know, just hatefulness, but yet he went after them with love and a concern. We need to go after our brothers and sisters out there today that have got distracted, they have gotten lost, and we need to go after them with love and concern and compassion and bring them back to God and let them know that, hey, God doesn't hate you. God hasn't turned his back on you, and neither have we, and neither are we. But yet we need to let them know that just as God loves them still today, so do we. So I encourage you guys this week to think of someone in your life, or maybe it's you, today could be your moment to start over with Jesus Christ. Today could be your moment to say, God, here I am. I'm a sinner. I messed up. And you know, maybe I'm talking to someone that's in the church. Hey, Just because we go to church doesn't make us perfect. right? Just because we show up on Sunday morning at 1030 doesn't make us perfect. Even us sometimes mess up. Even we get tripped up sometimes. Even we get distracted and we find ourselves poking around where we shouldn't be. So I encourage you today. Realize that God is there for you. And not only is he there for you, but yet he went, he left in 99 just for you. So come home today. All right, guys. Hopefully this impacted you. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this lesson here today, you know, this podcast. And and it's just, you know, we we my goal is to just reach one person. You know, I see these views on all these, on all the videos I post and the shorts that I post. And as long as I see just one view, which may sound crazy to some of you, but as long as there's one view, I know that God is impacting somebody that a seed was sowed somewhere. So thank you again, guys. Hey, feel free to, like I said before, like and share, subscribe to your friends and family. And I will see you next Wednesday here in the Let's Talk podcast at 7 a.m. Have a good week, guys. Bye-bye.